CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for your money and your life. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to 2020. Maybe I'd be one of the first, maybe, I don't know, to welcome you into 2020. And Don as well, here with me as always on Your Money and Your Life. Don Cash, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Mark. Happy New Year. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Happy New Year to you as well. How weird is it that it's 2020? Mark, it's strange, right? I mean, I think of 20 years ago, we were talking about Y2K, oh, geez, and yeah. that was the big hype of 20 years ago. And now that's 20 years 20 ago. 20 years, friend. I know, man. And it, I mean, I know it, like all of us, it takes us a while to remember to get used to writing 2020. We will, every, the first few things you do, you'll do 2019 and all that kind of stuff. And we go, we all go through that stuff annually, it seems like, where we get tripped up on those little things. But it just feels weird. I mean, I mean, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just one of those things where it was a number that seemed so space-agey back in the 80s when I was in high school, you know? Absolutely. There's no doubt. I mean, I remember those times and thinking that the year 2000 sounded yeah, so exactly. far off, but yeah. you know, here we are 20 years later. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's for sure. Well, we hope everybody had a great holiday season and enjoyed your Christmas and your new year. And now that we are into 2020, Don, we've closed the books, so to speak, on it. Uh, what do you see in store for 2020 from a, a financial perspective? Well, Mark, you know, we talked about from one issue about the going into the year 2020, the SECURE Act we discussed in the last show and how it affects retirement accounts going into the year 2020. As to what else the, the new year has in store, you know, interestingly, that's the most common question that I get from people, you know, particularly for people not that familiar with my planning process. It's more of like a, a question of what's going to happen in the future. You know, many people are looking for a prediction. And unfortunately, Mark, my crystal ball has been broken for quite some time. But in reality, people are historically terrible at making predictions. Right. You know, if you told me 10 years ago, Mark, uh, Donald Trump would be president, <laughs> Bill Cosby would be in jail, and Bruce Jenner is a woman. <laughs> you're, you're not, oh man, you're just making things sound really weird. <laughs> I never would have believed that's you. That's a weird combination. But uh, uh, interestingly, about regarding predictions, my wife and I were looking at an old movie highlight from a sci-fi movie from the early 1970s called Soylent Green. Have you ever heard of it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. the, the, as you know, the theme was it's New York City in the year 2022. <laughs> yeah. And I could imagine in 1973, that sounded like oh, you know, yeah. so far so off, far almost off. 50 yeah. years into the future. Uh, the population of the city is now 40 million people. We're yeah. running out of food. And the city is gripped in anarchy. And by the way, Charlton, Charlton Heston, Heston is the mayor. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we really shouldn't have any fear. Yeah. Uh, but the fear, well, I guess he was big into a lot of movies back then, right, Mark? Oh, Planet yeah. The Apes? Oh, yeah. He had, a, he had a big run. I mean, obviously, he's been in movies 50s, 60s, and 70s. But yeah, yeah. he had uh, quite a few interesting ones there in the, uh, the Omega Man and a bunch of other ones that were pretty interesting. Right. I think he was in Airport, one of those you know, mm. big movies back then. Yeah, this, yeah Towering, the Inferno. Towering Inferno, that but stuff. The, yep. the fear then was a couple of things back in 1972, 1973 was overpopulation, uh, food shortages, and widespread increasing crime. 
And if you look uh, what's got happened since then, it's really quite the opposite, Mark. We have low birth rates. Okay, we don't have overpopulation in the world. We have obesity, not food shortages in this country. And we have really record low crime. And that's partly a demographic issue. Uh, but people in general suffer from what's called a recency bias. And they continually look at predictions of the near and far future based on that recency bias. So they seek not only knowledge, but foreknowledge. Right. And financially speaking, when people ask that question about what's going to happen this year, often I'm stopped or I'm at a, a social gathering or a family event. It's often they're talking about the stock market right. and what's going to be happening sure. in the stock market for the next year. Uh, but the reality is that the stock market reacts to news. The news is unpredictable and therefore the stock market's unpredictable. And over the past couple of years, also the government is also <laughs> unpredictable and really now more than ever. Yeah, it's going to be that way. To yeah. illustrate my point, Mark, Turn the clock back one year, one year ago to December 2018. Okay. Okay. So remember, 2018 was the worst December since 1931, since the Great Depression for the stock market here in the United States. So here were some of the predictions then, and we'll talk about what exactly happened in 2019. One, stock market dropped 20% just in the final couple of months of 2018 and it looked dire. So what happened this year? The markets are up sharply worldwide or over 20% positive. Mm -hmm. Last year, in December, the Fed actually increased interest rates last year four times. And there was talk of more interest rate increases this year and what that effect would have in the economy. And the reality is the Federal Reserve cut interest rates three times. There were trade war fears that were big and continuing even to this year. And as we wrap up this year, there's a trade deal with Mexico, with Canada, recently with China to some extent. And this is a big one, Mark. Of course, everyone remembers this. Last year, there was the impeachment talk over Russia and the Mueller report. Well, 18, yeah. And then yeah, and then 19's the, the uh, Ukraine, yeah. Right. Yeah. Last year was the Mueller report and impeachment over Russia. That was 2018. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. This year, it's over Ukraine. I mean, who would have even thought about that a year ago? Most people didn't even know where Ukraine was or where right. Kiev was. And now everyone's probably Googling Kiev is probably one of the most Googled words of the year or Kiev, as they call it sometimes. Right. Mortgage rates were higher. Now mortgage rates are at record lows, right? Recession was all the talk last year. We have continued growth. Interest rates were increasing last year, and people were pouring money into cash. Now, money market rates are dropping again. Mm -hmm. And of yep. course, we had the Brexit crisis and what's going to be happening this uh, last year. Theresa May was the prime minister. Now, what's happened is Boris Johnson is the prime minister, and there was a big win recently in his conservative administration. So looks like there's going to be a, a Brexit, some sort of a Brexit settlement very soon. So that's sort of the the comparison and contrasting of last year to this year to show yeah, just that one year is crazy. you really can't put your faith, Mark, in these predictions. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ground covered there in just a year's time. I mean, here we are, really just as the second day of January or third day of January. But yeah, it's still amazing that how much ground was covered in a year. No doubt. And uh, what has not changed, though, okay. 
uh, in the past year is we have strong consumer demand, right? Everyone in the world wants to live like we do. Uh, we have record low unemployment. We had that last year. It's even lower now and steady growth. Yeah, well, I mean, and those are things that uh, hopefully continue to spurn on a good economy and all those kinds of things that we seem to be going on right now. Now, it's it's not all rosy, though. That's right, for sure. I mean, there are certainly some persistent issues right. that we see and we've been dealing with for quite some time. And among those are high government debt levels, federal level and within the states, low birth rates worldwide low interest rates, which actually is bad for seniors. Hmm. And there was there was a time not long ago where we could get five or six or 7% interest on CDs. I remember back in the old days when my parents were my age and my grandparents were a little bit older than my age, they were getting 10 or 15% interest on their CDs. But right now we have very low interest rates. And we also have terribly complicated stealth taxes and a, a continuing government desire to tax our savings and and take away from our family and the opportunities are still there with prudent planning with a worldwide allocation and having a diversified portfolio with short-term high-quality fixed income and of course rebalancing and prudently buying low and selling high and we need to take advantage of the tax code, Mark, right? We, we talked about this in the past. We have Roth IRAs. Uh, we can defer taxes sometimes in different vehicles, pay taxes at the right time. And the tax code changes after the year 2025. It could be sooner, depending upon what Congress we have. Of course, we have to look at proper estate planning with trusts and wills and living wills, power of attorney, and keep on top of all of the, the laws and the changes in the laws. Now, we can't predict what will happen, but if we stay on track with a plan that's consistent with someone's goals, time horizons, and risk tolerance, and continue to be well-informed, you know, then we can move forward toward greater peace of mind as well as confidence and clarity. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the reasons we do this podcast is to hopefully share some good information with our listeners and uh, and share those things that may benefit them. And you may pick out a useful nugget or two here and there along the way. And if you do, you should always check with a qualified professional before you ever implement anything or take any action like Don Cash. We can't we have to say that all the time to make sure we are expressing that uh, that you, you should have a conversation with your financial planner or a financial planner. Uh, before you take action. And of course, if you want to reach out to Don, he is a CPA and a CFP at Donald W. Cash and Associates. And you can call him at 800-664-1183. That's 800-664-1183. You can also find him online at donaldcash.com. You may have already found us there. And if so, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can click on the podcast page and check out the past episodes and future episodes. And there's ways to subscribe on whatever platform you choose and ways to share it as well. And that's donaldcash.com. And speaking of, it is time to do our cash connection. So as we wrap up, just kind of a quick little, I guess, year in review, if you will. A lot of good, interesting things. Uh, certainly 2019 seemed to be overall better than 2018. We'll keep any kind of political things and all that kind of stuff out of it. And I think 2020 is probably going to be equally interesting on that uh, front because we're going to have so much stuff happening in 2020. But we'll see how the year shakes out and we'll keep an eye on it right here on the podcast. So now let's see what we've got on our cash connection from Jane in Tenton Falls. So Jane says, uh, 
Don, my dad is 91. He remarried about 15 years ago after my mom passed away. Both my dad and my stepmother are in assisted living, and thankfully both have long-term care insurance plans that cover the cost. However, his health has been deteriorating lately, and I am the youngest of his four kids. We've been told by dad that in his will, he has left all of his assets to his kids since my stepmother is financially secure. Now, someone told me that in New Jersey, dad cannot leave all his assets to his kids and not his wife, even in a second marriage. Is that true? Well, Jane, a lot going on there. First, it sounds like your dad and stepmom did some very prudent planning since they are covered for the cost of assisted living with their long-term care plans. So I'm sure you and your sisters and your brothers, your siblings are thankful for that. In regard to your question, my advice is that you really need to see an attorney as soon as possible, uh, preferably an attorney that specializes in estate planning. Uh, It is true that in New Jersey, the only person that you cannot disinherit in your will is your spouse. The spouse by law is entitled to one-third of the net estate, what's known as an elective share. And this is complex. You really need to see the attorney to speak about that. Also, keep in mind that often the most significant assets in a person's estate is their 401k or their IRA or their life insurance. And these assets pass to their heirs via the beneficiary form and not generally through the will. That's why it's important to know what's in your beneficiary designation forms and always keep a copy in your own files. Mark, just recently, I was working with a client to update his beneficiary form from a retirement plan from a recent employer. He worked there for over 30 years. And in the meantime, over that period of time, he got divorced, remarried, and had kids. And guess who was not listed in the beneficiary form? That's uh, right. Say the new the new spouse, right? You got it. Yeah. The wife and the kids. Oh, and the kids. Okay. The, only the child from the first marriage was listed. So it's a good thing we caught that on time, and we did. It's really part of our financial planning process. Well, that's a great example of you know some things that we talk about quite often here on the show uh, and prior shows. It's what you don't know often that you don't know that can come back and bite you and hurt you. So, Jane, hopefully that helps you out with your question uh, as well. So maybe, Don, you can share again with us you know, really what the planning process, what your planning process looks like, at least as it relates to estate planning uh, along these same kind of lines we're discussing. Well, Mark, this is really a big deal, and it's an underappreciated part of the planning process, right? Everyone wants to make sure that their family is going to be okay, and they're not going to be blindsided by some surprise. So what we do is go through a checklist of all the estate planning documents, things like the will, the trust, the power of attorney, the advanced health care directive, they call that living will. Uh, and their beneficiary designation forms, just to name a few. And then we talk about what's going on in the family and what you want to accomplish. And some things that affect the planning often are someone's health, uh, what's going on with their kids, their kids' spouses, are they financially stable, is there any substance abuse issues, Uh, do they have a, a spending addiction or some other addiction, or do they want their assets to go to charity and many, many more other issues. And ultimately, the attorney 
will draft the documents, that's the wills, the trust, the power of attorney, the living wills. And the process helps create clarity and really reduce a lot of the confusion. And finally, for organizational purposes, we keep a copy of all the documents in a neat estate planning portfolio binder. It's part of our planning process. Uh, The originals, of course, are kept in a safe location. Well, thank you again so much for the email question. Hopefully that helps you out. Uh, If you do have some similar questions or thoughts or or you find that you need a little bit of help in this arena, uh, really in anything that comes to the financial planning aspect, give Don and his team a call. He's a CPA and a CFP, a certified financial planner at Donald W. Cash and Associates, as I mentioned before. Just find him online at donaldcash.com. That's donaldcash.com or call 800-664-1183. All right, my friend, as we usually do, let's wind it up with a little getting to know you or wind it down. I don't know whichever way you want to word that. <laughs> we'll we'll finish off with a getting, to, a getting to know you. And what's something that people are surprised to learn about you? Going into 2020, give us something new. Okay, Mark, I got something. Okay. Okay, so I'm laying it all on the line. It's a new year. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm just going to just tell you what it is. All right. That comes to, it came right to my mind. Put it out there. I cry at movies. Okay. All right. I know. So that's uh, something most guys don't want to admit, especially old corny movies uh, like uh, It's a Wonderful Life. That's something that we watch every Christmas time. It, we've probably seen it 20 times or more. The scene at the end always gets me, Mark, when yeah. this little girl says, Look, Daddy, teacher says, Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. I mean, come on. I mean, you have to have ice water in your veins not to tear up at that one, right? Yeah. So that's my that's my uh, my surprise that you probably don't know about Don issue. Well, you know what? I'll I'll go ahead and not and make you feel too alone. Uh, I have a tendency to do that from time to time myself, so don't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And th- there's definitely some ones that'll get me from time to time out there as well. So there you go. Well, that's cool. Nothing wrong with that at all. It just means you're in touch with your sensitive side, and that can go a <laughs> long way towards being a good trait for a financial planner. And uh, with that, we're going to say goodbye, and hopefully you enjoyed our first episode of the new year and the new decade. And as always, we appreciate your support here on Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash. And Don, my friend, I will see you in a couple of weeks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you folks next time right here on the program. Investment advisory services offered through Donald W. Cash & Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.